From the high peaks of the Rocky Mountains, Denver's Adult Industry Podcast. So fold up your dollars and knock back a beer. Next on Stage One. Jay's always all over the place on the yeah. microphone anyway. Okay. I was just okay. wondering if it should be more in his face because he's yes, doing... Yes, it should be, but Jay's all over the place I, I anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Thanks, Big D. Because <laughs> I know I, I'm going to have to reach for the computer at some point. Because we've got all kinds of stuff we're going to talk about tonight. What if uh, we extend the pole arm further out? I'm sorry. That's okay. We... we Remember when Dylan, our one of our original followers, commented that you were kind of in the microphone, yeah. and then it oh, sounds like you're no. talking away. Dylan, I like. Thank you, Dylan. Dylan. You've been on board from day one. Yeah, yeah. Any comments on all this? Everything. He's like our number one fan. We love you, Dylan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of. We're going to do some thank yous again. I know it gets old, but we we really... We, we really appreciate Everything. Everyone listening, uh, the likes. We appreciate you, Wesley. Thank you. Yes. And Carol. Maggie. Oh, yeah. Lisa. Yeah. Um, uh, we've got a lot of friends that are out there. We, we appreciate everything. We're having a good time. Absolutely. Guys... Ladies, welcome to Next on Stage One. My name is Pixie. And I'm Mr. J. Today we're going to give a little bit more of a shout out. We enjoy that conversation that's on our Instagram page. Communication is really, really taking the upswing. I'm enjoying what people are talking about out there. Oh, yeah. Um, you've been putting up a number of memes that have just been cracking me up. Cause I love the memes. Um, and I'll see a notification that'll come up, and I'll look, and, and I'll see what you've put up for the day. Um, I'm looking back on that. So uh, a lot of people are having a really good conversation about different things out there. So we want to give a shout-out, and, and, and we want to say thank you to all of you that are interacting and listening or pictures you were being got a really extreme um, scary dancer. This pole dancer is awesome. I she love is her. on fire. She really is. She's got abs. She's got she's got moves. Yeah. She's very strong, very athletic. It's a craft. See, this is what I talk about when, when I talk about artwork. Yeah. Um, that is totally um, an art form. Yeah, I mean, the it kind of scary clown thing, that's kind of a put off. Yeah, but, but, I, but I get what she's doing but this is just the season. Yeah, this is the season. This this girl, this girl's on fire. The, yeah. She knows what she's doing. She's got the proper face. She's got her makeup done. She's got the outfit. She's got a little red balloon. Right. Like, even the background's got these weird creepy dolls. No, no. You know, but the creativity that, that comes with taking the time of, of doing it so like this. Oh, right yeah. Right now, yeah, she's, she looks like the, the clown is clown from there. Well, um, I have a video on my phone that I'm going to have to show. I have to get okay by the person that I took. I took video at the club mm-hmm. last year when everybody was dressed up for Halloween. One of my friends, Karma, dressed up as the It Clown. And it's a slow motion twerking kind of clownish video like this, but it's creepy. I bet you that was set on fire on the web if you're. Oh, it's a million hit video. I'm. I have to get permission first, but I'm the only one who owns, who has the video. Okay. So okay. maybe that's what we'll do for Halloween. And maybe we, even we can put it up on the Facebook page. Oh yeah. Um, are you working on the website? Right? I am working on the website. Okay. Okay, so that's coming out. That is coming up. Yes. Um, so this lady's on fire. I, I appreciate the craft that comes with it. So, you know, I kind of like the, the, the fact that this community is able to see other things like that um, because we've got something from uh, King Ty Entertainment. Um, this so, um, this beautiful um, dancer. 
this poor baby beautiful dancer and she's gorgeous she's she is a beautiful like she's got she's got eight inch those are eight inch heels she got eight inch heels she's got an outfit on she's got her hair makeup done she's got her bracelets on but that that is not twerking that is uh maybe she's just testing it out i'm gonna i'm gonna go on the fact that that maybe it's a song she has never heard. Or... I don't know. I'm trying to check out the club atmosphere. I'm looking at it to see whether it's a club or TNA. That that's a club. I that's a that's a TNA club. Yeah. I see people in the background. They look bored. They look tired. You know, there's not very many people. Is she, um, she's she's definitely in eight eight inch heels. That is not an amateur. Amateurs don't wear. Eight inch heels. Just sometimes girls, eh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say maybe she's, she's probably not fully stripper. Yeah. She's probably three to six months in stripper. But, Ooh. you know, she, she's a baby stripper. But she looks fantastic. Except for that. Yeah, yeah she's, she's she a, looks good. It's that booty twerking. That, well, uh, whatever she's trying to do. Yeah, no. No. Yeah, and that's a, that's a huge difference from the, the lady we just previously saw. That right. Obviously, had been honing her traffic right now. Right. Um, we're still, you know, we're just. Well, well what do you think about if uh, they made strip pole, uh, strip dancing in the Olympics? Wouldn't that be interesting? Huh? <laughs> that would be interesting. Okay, we've got your original Magic Mike posting. That is the. <laughs> <laughs> the the famous uh, SNL skit. I love that um, picture. I love that skit. Yeah. Um, the original Magic Mike. Uh, we got eight, eight comments here. And the question was, when was the last time you were in a strip club? Jay, when was the last time you were there? Oh, good. It's been a long time, almost a decade. Oh. It's going on three weeks for me. Wow. I know. I'm. Yeah. Yes, but no. <laughs> I miss the people. I miss my friends. I miss my bartenders. I miss my doorman. I even miss, like, my old boss. Well, I miss what it was. Yeah. Um, and I do, like, for instance, you know, the, the people that had been in the industry for quite some time are still in the industry. So you even see the same familiar faces. Um, I asked you quite recently about um, Bob Nelson. Yeah. Bob Nelson, I have a very long history. I knew him back in high school. Yeah. Um, we dated some insane women. <laughs> you know, we used to joke about that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. So, um, I had heard through the grapevine, and like I said, I hadn't had my, my toe into the industry in quite some time, so I'd heard Mr. Jay had passed away, and he was a very fine guy. Yeah. There, there's, so, there's, been a, there's been a couple of losses this time around. It's, it's kind of hard on everybody, so that's really sad. And um, on our post for the Magic Mike, we got a couple of friends. Uh, my buddy Carol, she says that it's it was last Wednesday for her, and she also says that like that the club is you know it's it's more about friends and family. Oh, okay. So she's a visitor to the yeah. club. Yeah, she's not a dancer. She's a very sweet lady, cool. and yeah, she's one of those regulars that comes in and hangs out. And it always, she always feels safe at the club. You know, and the thing is, and, and I don't know how to describe this to the younger folks today. Um, and I really wish you would dig back to, you know, the social climate has changed. But mm-hmm. if you can put away that, like, that for just a minute and dig into something that would give you that, that idea what I'm trying to convey to you. I would suggest a show like Cheers. Absolutely. Everyone knew your name. Yeah. That was the club. Because I've been to a club that you used to work at. Oh, yeah. Everybody, everybody. Like, we wait for the door to open, and then as soon as the door opens, we're like, oh, my gosh. It's a neighborhood club. Yeah. Everyone knows everyone. Yeah. Generations of men have been to that place. Yeah. And, yes, there have been some pretty cool chicks that have come in there as well. Now, that's that's still a small thing, but when it does happen, I, I don't see why you wouldn't welcome that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She tips. She tips. She drinks. She's one of us. She's one of the girls. 
We all hang out. It's a social club. It's a social club. It's a get together. It, and as it should be. Right. You know, the it, it's no different than going to a club without strippers. You still got guys trying to talk to women. These women just happen to get paid to talk to you. Right. You know, and it's a lot of fun because you're going to see more girls that are willing to talk to guys. They're not they're not in this herd mentality where they won't like break off and talk to somebody. Right. These girls, they they actually, I would hope that they enjoy their craft because I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can see it's apparent with some people. Yeah. But on the other hand, you know, some people are probably supposed to be doing this. It's <laughs> not for you. It's not for everybody. You've got the look, but um, there's a lot more. It's it's not like any like any other job. There's special qualifications that come with. Yeah, it's more than just skin deep. Yeah, and then we got Wesley. He says, unfortunately, it's been a while. And Dylan, our buddy, he said the last two times for, was for a friend's birthday. My birthday. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so we're not really going as much as we used to. But maybe some of us are just getting old. Yeah. I know I'm getting old. I don't even know if I would fit in anymore. I don't want to be the creepy old guy. But at the same time... Those guys weren't viewed as creepy old guys, you know? I knew a number of the guys that used to make rounds at the clubs that were just really, really nice guys. Um, I don't, and the thing is, they had stage names just like we had stage mm-hmm. names. Um, there was one old guy, and I remember that he used to go by Colonel. I love that old guy. Oh, yeah, we have a Mr. Miyagi. We, uh, my, my friend Sonny that died this year. He, that wasn't his real name. Yeah. But everybody knew him as Sonny. I mean, Apache. Apache was well respected within the community. The girls loved him. Oh, yeah. Um, he would throw down some, some really cool treats every once in a while. Yeah. He really did sit down and listen to them. Um, I, lo- I love that. Yeah. I, I've known two, bear, two different male bear customers. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I do miss that. Um, we want to also give a shout out to uh, Boogie Monroe. Yes. I love the comments here. We, we had a private discussion in the background, and we absolutely loved the feedback. Right. And she was asking about the decriminalization of uh, marijuana here and uh, Pixie and Plunger. They're like, hey, yay. Yeah. Mushrooms are soon to be legal, too. Right. Well, she informed me that she. She used to dance about 20 years ago here in Denver, and I found that was very, very interesting. And then she said that she worked at a club that I've never heard about. Can you uh, tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, she worked over at the Boogie Down. I've never heard of the Boogie it's Down. A lot now, and she says the same thing. And she also included in her comment that it still has its mirrors up. We have to go check. We have to go check. Oh, we have to go yeah. check. So yeah. tell me about this Boogie Down Club. Um, it was an older club. It was right off of Pecos, and um, they're building new apartments over there now, but that car lot still exists. Um, and I know it changed hands. I think it was a city bar first, or, or TNA bar first. It was bought by a different owner, and then the name changed, and it was a juice bar. Actually, it was a bikini bar. Oh. Um, but that didn't work. And then uh, the, the car lot. And then it died. Um, yeah, the Boogie Down was one of those old school clubs. Yeah, this is way before your time. This is oh, when yeah. I first started to dip my toe into the industry. Um, these clubs just don't exist anymore. So well, it's like the landing. It's like the landing strip. Right. Right. And these clubs. Are, oh yeah, the landing strip. Grimm's landing strip. Oh man. Oh, holy shit! That took I'd I'd only been in the the land the landing strip was when I first started dancing i'd never danced there mm-hmm. but i'd been in the in the club like four times before it, it closed its doors right. and that was totally it was like it was like a a, a grungy biker bar right, right. yeah it was, it, it, it was tough it was, it was tough a biker trucker bar yeah okay? and i've been there a couple of times i actually dated one of the, actually kylie um one of the ladies i was talking mm. about she actually uh, worked there no big deal. Uh, and, I, and 
believe me, being a black guy, <laughs> that place, you know, I'm walking in there, yeah, at first I was a little bit taken aback, and I was like, uh-oh. Um, but no, very, very nice place. Yeah. Uh, very nice place. Um, and it, it was a Bruins Landing Strip. Um, a lot of people don't, rem- don't remember that's the actual name of it. I remember the Grim Reaper, but I didn't know it as Grim's Landing Strip. I only knew it as the Landing Grim Strip. Grim was the name of the guy that owned it. Oh, okay. I remember. I remember the picture of the Grim Reaper being on the, on the thing. Yeah. So yeah. It was totally biker spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right off the route, right by I seventy U.S. Eastern Code Route. That's where yeah. I would go. Um, so yeah, I was real surprised when that when that place went away. That was really the changing of an era in the industry. Yeah. Um, the industry has had different eras, and that was the old mid-80s, emerging into the 90s, where um, things just shifted. Yeah. You know? And that was one of the ones that didn't carry over, and that sucks, because that was a really cool bar. It had some bomb-ass women. It had a great stage setup, too. Their stage mm. setup was pretty awesome. I don't remember. Um, no, it was a cool stage yeah. setup. Yeah. Um, I met a girl by the name of Honey down there. Um, I'm hoping that she would ever hear this. Uh, one of the most beautiful black women I've ever met. Uh, just, ah, so, just absolutely gorgeous. Um, and I met her in another bar. It actually turns out we had worked for the same industry yeah. for a moment. Um, and we knew of each other through a certain person. Anyway, that's our relationship. And we actually worked in um, one bar together where she was the female dancer and then I was the male dancer and then the... Right. So that's how I met her. One of the prettiest girls I've ever met. I mean, I found her over at the landing strip one day just hanging out and I'm like, what in the shit are you doing? You here? (laughs) You are are Diamond Cabaret material. What the fuck are you doing here? And she was kind of like, sometimes it's better to be the big fish in a small pond. Yes. Yes, it is. She's a smart lady. Um, She's like, it's cool to work in the bigger clubs, you know, and make the money, but now I'm competing with everybody else that works as good as I do. But here... I'm fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck is she doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, it also helps you if you're in a smaller club that's not as busy. You can bring in your regulars one by one and schedule them and hustle... Not as hard in a smaller club because you know Bob or Seth or John or, you know, they're coming in just to see you. Do you want to know, that, know another thing that sucks about this, uh, you know, this monopoly, this mm. conglomerate? Um, because there was such a time where if you needed to make money and even if you couldn't get work immediately in a club, we would do what was called club hopping. Mm-hmm. We would audition, mm-hmm. quotation mark, um, at all the major clubs around town on audition night. But uh, you know, usually if you can try to get a Friday or a Saturday, which they usually frown upon, but if you can get in there, you can make a pretty good Yeah, and then you could run away. Yeah. Um, but with a monopoly or a conglomerate that, that owns the majority of the clubs, you can't do that now. No. You got it. You're stuck to amateur night on a Wednesday for like an hour with 20 other girls right. on a the smallest, dinkiest stage. That sucks. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and I do miss that. So um, thank you, um, Boogie Monroe. You, you wrote it for a lot. Of that is pretty awesome. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, so what's on our dinner plate? What else? Well, we also, uh, we were also talking about security mm-hmm. and my old friend metro from my club he used to be my manager he said he's loving the podcast nice. and he's listening while he's driving nice. he also God. he also suggested that i tell everybody about the dumb stripper things that i and my friends would get into trouble over in the club because i would get bored not just playing my video games but things that i was almost fired for Almost fired for. Well, new segment. New segment. Stripper shenanigans. Stripper shenanigans. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Metro. This is all for you. One day, maybe you'll come on and, and talk with all the shenanigans. We love so, we in the club, we had our lap dance area 
was close enough to stage two, that they were just big long couches, that I would get multiple girls together in stripper heels. The rules are to play the floor's lava in stripper heels without getting caught by your manager. (laughs) Okay, so, and and you can't just be willy-nilly with it. Everybody's got to make it across. Everybody's got to get there without getting fired. Okay. So you start at the you start at the couches, you jump from the couches to stage two. You crawl across the lip of the bar from stage two. Mm-hmm. You use the chairs to get over to stage four, which was our other private dance area. It was like a half half stage. Is it, that the one that's right next to the, the DJ booth? No, that one's gone. Uh, the one that's oh, is that gone? that's where our private dance area is. Oh. Yeah. And so then you would you would hop over to stage four, and then you would use stage four to go across another set of couches, and then you would go from from those couches to stage three, and then you'd cut across in front of a stripper getting dancing. All of us. Oh, wait, wait, okay. So. so there's a train of like five girls in stripper clothes, giggling, laughing, trying to stay out of the the limelight from the boss looking up at you. Okay, so let me ask you, <laughs> is this on a Friday or Saturday night, or is this during the week? This is during the week night. Okay. All right, so it's a slower night. So it's a slower, slower night, night. yeah. yeah. What's the boss? Uh, he's probably checking IDs, stocking beer, okay. you know, throwing people out. He's doing anything other than keeping an eye on us crazy cuckoo clocks. And we're, and we're just nonsense. We're giggling. It sounds like... Like twelve-year-old girls going, <laughs> you know, wow. and we're just having a great time, and so we make the rules and we tell everybody you got to go this way. So we'd have a lead. I wasn't the lead; I was the follower at the end. So because my job, so you're, you're the tail. I'm the tail because I have to make sure that the chair gets pushed into the stage without getting caught. Because <laughs> okay. because everybody else can sit on the stage and look like they're uh hanging out with each other right. but if the boss catches you in the middle of the dance floor on a chair trying to cross over to another stage he's gonna be like what are you doing pixie what are you doing like nothing it's a little harder to say nothing when you're standing on a chair in six inch heels <laughs> so yeah hi so you kind of got to like scoot one chair in and push the other chair out and you kind of got to jump over things. And so from stage three, you had to get to stage one. So one is the main stage, which is closest to the front door. Oh, where the doorman and where's your manager. Right. And he's always... Because the management room is right there. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's he would always be behind the bar. He'd always be watching. He'd always be looking up. And we would just be trying to get to the bar because everybody had to get to the bar. Right. So from stage one, there's a lip to, to the bar. And the lip to the bar, you could make almost without a chair. But if you put a chair in the middle between stage one and the, and the bar, everybody could jump across and then jump over to the bar side and slide down the chairs. Right. And that's where you wanted to be. You wanted everybody to be at the bar without getting caught. You know, I am so disappointed <laughs> because we never had anything oh. like this. Oh, there was multiple times that I was going to get fired by by Metro and by Quick just because of the shenanigans. That's funny, though. It is funny, but it's totally, totally funny. No, they don't care, especially if you get, like, a train of five girls yeah. in between you and this dancer Not that's dancing. Chairs. Everybody... And everybody's giggling, and the girl on stage is all like, "I want to join." <laughs> I want to have fun like that. Oh, so you know, good. That, that sucks. That yeah. really sucks. It's real dancing. I can tell you stories <laughs> like that. Well, we we also did other other funny things. Well, sometimes it was to make money. Sometimes it was, you know, just to pass the time. All right, tell me another. So another one um, would be you take a shot glass and you put it up by the register, mm-hmm. and you. You tell the customers, hey, if you can crumple a dollar, like, you know, our, our, our dollar thing, and you throw the dollar into the glass, into the okay. shot glass, and it sticks, she'll buy you a beer. 
or a shot. No, that's good. I like it. And a shot glass is really hard yeah, to get a totally dollar. Hard. Totally hard to get a dollar. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's I'll a lot of fun. Too. Yeah. 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 And then let's see another one. Have you ever played stripper darts? No. Do you you never Oh. No, I never played. One of our favorite games. One of our favorite games. You take a dollar. You take a quarter. I don't know if you can do it now cuz I don't know if they still use quarters in the club anymore. But you would take a quarter and you put it in the center of a dollar and you twist the dollar around the corner, quarter, making a dart. And then you take some lip gloss and you put it on the front side of the of it. That's pretty good. Uh, now Go on. Now you got to make sure the girl you're throwing these at is okay with the dollar. Okay. Because it's sticky and when you when you chuck the stripper dart at her butt boobs, you know, stomach, where wherever you think you're going to get it. You got to check it hard too. Um it, it'll stick. It'll it'll create a seal and it'll stick. But some girls like, "Oh, don't you dare. Don't you dare throw that." Because there's a quarter in it. No. No. Because we always wanted those back. You would turn them back into the person who threw them at you and you get a clean dollar. Oh. So we could reuse the stripper darts, and we didn't have to make more of them. No, okay, that's 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 cool. It was a lot of fun, a lot of fun, especially if you're bent over and you don't, you're like, you're trying to like dodge and weave the stripper darts. I figure as long as they're not hitting the bullseye in my asshole, (laughs) it wouldn't stick anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Nasty. Why didn't you just keep the, you know, because I know a guy. We wouldn't, we wouldn't keep, we wouldn't keep it because we would collect all of those stripper darts and right. reuse them. Oh, okay. That way the, the game would continue to the next girl and to the next girl and to the next girl. When we're doing stripper darts, everybody's getting stripper darts. Everybody that wants to participate and have fun is going to have fun. That's pretty cool. And if you don't want to, well, we're not going to force you, you know. Oh, it was so so much fun. We used to do so much shenanigans. Dude, we would just get to work. We would have our bullshit conversations. Of course, I would have my first drink before I went downstairs. But as soon as I started talking with the boys, we just were getting ready to work. We do work. We get off work, and no, then we yeah. go to a club or breakfast afterwards, and we didn't have fun little games like this. The other time, we had weird shit go on. Oh, we had all kinds um, of weird shit. Yeah, but yeah. Not games like. Yeah, um, another another thing we would do is uh, when somebody's doing a lap dance for a customer, the object for the other dancer to do was make the girl laugh on the customer's lap. Make funny faces until she, like, snicker. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. He has no idea what's going on behind. And you're making these faces. Right, he's he's in the moment. He's having, a good and she's time. not. She's just she's, she's just like trying not to laugh. I also other shenanigans. Mm. Um, because I am a pixie, yeah. I do like to play jokes on people. That's cool. What kind of jokes? Uh, okay. So, well, one time I found these little fingers that you that you put the little fake nails on them. They're, they're like. I'll have to post a picture. They look like this, mm-hmm. but they got a little stand on them, and you put a fake. Uh, Do they you, stick the good thing? No, you just you just you just leave them on the table. You put the nail down, and you you practice your nail art okay. on these little fingers. All right. Well, I found about about eight of them. Okay. And they they weren't quite new. They were kind of used and kind of gross looking. And I took these fingers into the women's locker room and I put them underneath the door of the bathroom on the inside. So it looked like somebody was trying to pull the door open. That's just me. Creepy. And I, I did it for like three days. And every day, well, every shift, I would lose one or two. Because right. <laughs> people were freaking out about these little fingers that were up under the door. Oh, it was so good. So good. You mean, dude. <laughs> Not mean. I'm mischievous. <laughs> well, no, but we should have fun at work. Oh, yeah. yeah. We honestly should. And that's one of those few jobs that we can have fun at work. I scared, a, lo- I scared a lot of people with those fingers. 
Because it doesn't, you can't see anybody else except for the fingers pulling the, yeah, it was creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be a little upset with you. (laughs) I also found um, this clown head. Speaking of clown heads, I found this, um, it was a full clown head. Looked like it had been decapitated, you know. It was like one of those boxing, it's like a, had like a, uh, it's brains exposed with like a uh, string that you could hang it from something. Yeah. Yeah. So he was kind of like one of those. Sounds delicious. One of those creepy clown heads. And I had taken that clown head and I had scared everybody. <laughs> I, it, it was just a head. So, mm. so I put it in the bathroom, in the bathroom stall, but I kind of left the stall a little bit open, just enough that you would have to open the stall to look in. Right. Scared them that way. I found somebody's old used hoodie, uh-huh. and I stuffed the the head into the hoodie, and I put it up on top of the lockers, and it looked like somebody was, was looking. looking down on you with a scary clown head. Mm. I know. And then mm. <laughs> I put it in in the bar. See, I couldn't work with you. I couldn't but you it. did. You know but you did. You're so well behaved, though. Did you do anything like that to any of the girls that were at the agency? I don't remember. I can't either. I can't remember. I really, it's a blur in my <laughs> So long ago. I took that same head. I mm-hmm. put it in with the Bud Light. Okay. And I put it in the cooler. And my boss is new. And they went and they told my bartender, Becky. I'm like, Becky, hey, Becky, would you get me a water? She's like, all right, okay. She walks over there, opens it up. Clown head. She screams. She's like, ah. We put that in in the cooler. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. Hilarious. Hilarious. Ladies, while, while your list is just through fits and jangle on, uh, if you <laughs> ever come up with any ideas where you want to get her back and I can be a part of that, please send us the email to uh, the Facebook page. Let me know because, uh, yeah, Pixie's just mean, dude. You don't do that to people. I'm a pixie, and if you don't know what a pixie is, it's trouble. I know. (laughs) All right, so I don't have any shenanigans on my side, um, but I'm sure that the stories will come up as the podcast continues. Oh, yeah. I I don't have anything along those lines because, honestly, I don't feel as though we've worked like, well, like I said, you guys worked, you ladies worked eight hours a day. Yeah, we were there the whole time. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it's just one of those things that people, you get, you get used to knowing, you know, there, it's something you learn when you become a stripper. And you were telling me that you came across this awesome article from BuzzFeed. And tell us about this article. We're going to go one by one. All right. So we thought that we would um, also include it as a new segment because we're just looking for new options and making um, the conversation much more interesting as we progress. We start looking up stripper memes and stripper um, articles and things related to strippers. And I fell upon this one uh, article uh, from BuzzFeed.com entitled 21 Things. You find out when you become a stripper. Oh, we're going to pick this apart. Yeah, we want to take a look at it and see if it's accurate or not. So I, I thought this would be an interesting news segment. Yes. So, um, okay, so the first the first uh, reason or the first thing that you, uh, you notice when you become a stripper is it's not complicated to become a stripper, but you do have to audition. Although I don't. I don't really agree with that because it can be very debilitating and and very hard for somebody to come out of their shell just to dance on stage. It takes a certain gumption bravado just to get up there. So you're saying that an audition is necessary? An audition is necessary. If you can't handle going up there for two songs, that, that it shows you if you can do it or not. That's hard. It, it's hard to be able to bear it all in front of 
random strangers. That's hard. Every time. Even even if you're a veteran, sometimes you get a little, like, antsy and, like, oh, will the bosses like me? Will the girls like me? That's a lot of pressure to put on people. Really? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I do get bothered. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm smooth. I'm talking about a brand new stripper. Yeah, yeah, but new stripper? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, I, and once again, I agree with you on that. that even the veterans need to um, perform, you know, especially, you know, where you are, what club you're auditioning for. You know, yeah. in Las Vegas, yeah, absolutely, you need to audition. Um, if you're one of the small local bars, still, it. You want to come in here in the it, afternoon. It's kind of a shakedown, cake. you know, and. Most of the time, when you get up on stage, that that can really help you turn the tides. I mean, well, if you look plain Jane when you walk in through the door and they go, well, I don't know, I don't know what you look like, you know. No, I, and I agree. Okay. Um, every every bar that I've worked at, I've had an audition. Yep. Um, you know, I, well, the first audition that I went to was during the afternoon. The club was not open. We mm-hmm. weren't open for, um, so I had to audition my, the, the the manager was in the office for the rest yeah. of the day. You know, there's a big window. He was looking out. And he's like, yeah, well, everything looks good, sure. You're fine, yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Um, so it, it's expected that you're going to have to audition. Well, it's like when you first met me. Yeah. You had, we had spoken over the phone. Yeah. Uh, we did a couple of correspondence back and forth. And yeah. when we finally met each other, I didn't look like a stripper. No. 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 But, but then I was all like, okay, uh, I'm going to go get ready. And you're like, well, you can use this room. And, you know, if you need anything, let me know. And as soon as I was ready for my audition, I looked completely different. Yes, you did. Um, and I, those I were some of what they expect with you because I knew your previous boss. And we had talked about this previously that owners talk or right. managers and owners talk amongst All each All the other. time, yeah. Um, so I knew who you were. Yeah. You know, but I didn't know what to expect. Right. And those were some of my best pictures. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I did. I really did. Um, or we had a young lady by the name of um, Barrow. Yeah. Um, when she first came to us years ago, she was a total soccer mom. Yeah. Um, she, she looks, she's cute. Cute, adorable, um, yeah. But she, she really, she got hair extensions. Yeah, uh, well, it takes a couple of months for you to go from from baby stripper right. to stripper. To stripper, right. So, All right, number two. Yeah, you do definitely have to audition and kind of break yourself in. Um, okay, number two. Oh, yes, this one's pretty good. Stealing a stripper's song is almost as bad as taking their customer. God damn it, this is true. It's, it's very true, but in our club, you can request songs, but you're not going to get exactly what you want every night, every stage set. If you're on stage one, you're more likely get to get your music. But if you're on stage three, you're not going to get your songs. Um, I beg to differ. If I'm on stage one, I am, am guaranteed to have what I've selected. We're going to bring Jeff in on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk to DJ about that. And, and I'm really open on things. I, I'm understanding, especially if another dancer has already selected it. Because right. Because you know, um, up on the rotation before I was, I get that. Um, and normally we kind of talk that out before we even start the night and tell the DJ what our selection is. But if that does happen, if I'm on stage one. Yes, I want my music. Yeah. Well, I want my music when I'm on stage one. Right. But if I've pissed somebody off, like let's say the DJ, I'm not getting my music. Yeah. <laughs> if I didn't tip out the night before, I might not be getting my music. Or for instance, um, special moves. Oh, yeah. you, you know, some in games like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, <laughs> each of those characters has a special move. Right. Every male dancer has right. a move that's yeah. specifically his. Oh, yeah. So don't duplicate that on stage when you're working with that dancer. If you're going to learn a particular type of move or something, ask the dancer that you're trying to learn it from. And Just feel it. Use it until that dancer has left your club. Or... Or learn it, watch it, maintain it, and practice it, like, when she's not there. Because you don't just want to automatically go out and steal, like, the click-clacking of the of the heels or the rotating of the foots or, 
I, I know a couple. But that's common. The rotating of the feet is a common thing. But I'm but I'm talking specific. Right. Um. You know the um the owner that we had talked about um previously that you used to work for that I knew. Mm-hmm. He used to have a move where he was able to do a handstand on a chair. Um. And then looked like he was fucking somebody outside <laughs> while he was on a chair in front of the girl. Just awesome move. And he taught it to me. I was never able to nail it. But I can use it outside of working with him. Well, do you remember me teaching all the girls how to do the hand, the running handstand, and you would get, That's right. you would get like, That's you'd right. be like, whoa, everybody, move back out. She's crazy. She screws it up. She's gonna hurt you. <laughs> yeah, yep. And I would, I would teach all of the girls that would come in through the club, right. well, through through the company. I taught every single one how to run and jump and do that. Some of them got it. Some of them didn't. You know, some of them used it. To me, I thought it, I used it as a teaching experience. Right. I, whatever dance moves that I knew, I like to pass them on to girls. Take that move and enhance your right. With it. But don't make, don't, don't use it the way I use it. Right. You know what I mean? Because then that's kind of, I don't mind imitation, but. Well, not everybody can run in heels. Uh, yeah, and I don't wear heels. <laughs> Oh, yes. Don't take a customer. If a customer is sitting down at a stage with a dancer, do not take a customer. It doesn't matter. Wait your turn. Get invited. Sit down. Have a drink. Tip the girl that's on stage. Do not. That that girl's put in the work to. To to bring him in, to talk to him, to get him out. See, it's just to get it. There are exceptions because we talked about this before. You have to have your wingman. Oh, oh yeah, wingman is my exception. Basically, to kind of keep my customer busy. I'm a great wingman. So one of these other fuckers don't take him away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I'm I'm down for sharing. I will share the money that's coming in. But if homie, if I've got a customer that is tipping twenties all night, I'm make my money first. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I will let y'all know, and then y'all can then. Y'all... I'm a good wingman. I make sure people make money. I'm not there to be a douche, but I'm there to make my own money. If I put it, but if I put in the work, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get the largest share. Yep. Yeah, I'll get y'all's too, but give me a second to work. Right. Her first. And don't just come in with a sob story and and try to kick me out of my time yeah. with my regular, because uh, I will cut you deep. Cut you. You think my uh, scaring people with with scary clowns is bad? Uh, I will cut you. <laughs> Um, number three, we're usually asleep from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. My parents hated this. <laughs> um, and they wouldn't get this. I wasn't asleep l- quite like that. As soon as my, as soon as I got home, my head hit the pillow. And then I had to get up and do house chores and take care of children. And, I, and then I'd probably take another nap halfway through the day. Which was a which was a bad thing for me. See, my, my experience is a little bit different because it was more of a night nightlife thing for me. So after we got done at the club, sometimes we'd meet over at a place like the breakfast, mm-hmm. um, and we would all have breakfast and then go our separate ways. There are other nights that we decided that we would go over to. Um, I think there was a club by the end of five a.m. and they were open from like two a.m. in the morning till six o'clock. Yes. Um, it makes my old soul hurt. And then <laughs> like, I, can, I can't remember specifically what the hours were, but we were young, dude. Yeah. We weren't ready for the night being in, so there were a number of nights that sun was coming up. Oh, I couldn't. Oh. I couldn't stay up till the sun come up. Right, yeah. right now, I'm just, I just thinking about it just makes me hurt. And even during <laughs> those days, um, and I talked about this previously um, on one of the other podcasts, we used to have stripper. Um, um, town meetings <laughs> where one of the DJs or one of the, one of the dancers in the area would open up their home for those of us in the industry to come and party for the rest of the night. So yeah, this whole, it, back in the, the heyday, heyday, yeah. Um, yeah, we used to six o'clock in the morning, getting home at six o'clock in the morning was not uncommon. And then getting up when the sun was going down, my parents used to hate me because they would call and, and call and call and, and finally wake up and answer for what do you want? <laughs> yep. <laughs> my my universe is completely different from yours. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So um yeah, this is this is this is very yeah. Cool. Number four, 
we know every place in the city that's still open and selling food at 5 5 a.m. This is true, but Colorado is not open at 5 o'clock in the morning. No. Yep. There was a time um, that when we were doing private parties, we're, um, there, we, we, we would get bookings until 3 or 4 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Um, and we knew of some of the, if, if you knew where to get, we knew what places to go at 2 o'clock in the morning to get pizza. Like mm-hmm. um, Mario downtown. Um, there's, uh, there's another place um, that does cheese steaks at 4 o'clock in the morning. I think there's a restaurant right across the street from DU that does Middle East Middle Eastern food. So absolutely, you know where to go. Number five, strip stripper shoes are the most comfortable heels you'll ever wear. Wouldn't know anything about that. So yes and no. The picture that is on number five happens to be kitten heels. That's like a two and a half, three inch heel. There is, it's got the plastic little wedge thing that that brand new shoe right there would cut your feet does that even breathe it does not breathe they stink they they do stink you have to put them in the in the in the freezer inside ziploc bags with a little bit of um baking soda Mm -hmm. to get rid of the smell but you actually want a higher heel than that so the higher the heel the better it is for a for an arch support one to grow on yep so six six inch heels Comfy, comfy. Okay. Four inch heels, not so comfy. Eight inch heels are about the same same as six inch heels. They just add a little bit more platform wedge to them. So that's what you're looking for. Something like this, when you get it broken into, that is a brand new shoe. I can tell that it's a brand new shoe. But that, it, it cuts where the, the toes are and it cuts the back of the heel. Gotcha. And unless you break them in, they suck. They suck. Um, boots, boots are comfy, but then you get the boot sweat and that's not, it's terrible. It's, it's gross. It's gross. Gross. And I don't, I I know I have a lot of friends and I got one or two guys that absolutely love feet and they don't care whether it's sweaty or not, but shoes, stripper shoes are hard. They're hard. I agree with you. You know, I've, I've had a number of girlfriends that would have me rub their feet. Oh yeah. The, the pleather, the plastic black ones. Or any of those, those are much more comfy. And don't they get that black stain? Yep, yep. You have to you have to wash them and, and maintain them. Okay. You don't want to see those in in the light. Number six, if you don't need to to know how to pull, you don't need to know how to pull dance to become a stripper. You'll pick it up at the job. It's that's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> you don't need to know how to pull dance. You taking one of those classes? No, I've never taken one of those classes, but I thought about teaching those classes. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever seen one? Yeah, I've seen them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's something you have to pick up on the yeah. job. Yeah, that, that's somebody letting you know what to do, how to hold it, you know, where to go. That, that it does come with practice. And that's something that you really can't fabricate in a gym scenario. You have to be on stage because the stage... Unless it's, unless it's a class just for strip pole stripping, mm-hmm. you're not going to learn it yeah. normal. Yeah. Unless you ride the bus a lot, I guess. <laughs> Number seven, stag parties are some of the quietest and least fun customers we have. What? That sounds... No, stag parties are so much fun. When okay, so so when a guy comes in to the club and he's all by himself, he's actually there to have fun one on one with a girl. Right. He's not going to be a Debbie Downer. He's he's going to be in there to spend his money. Maybe he doesn't want to roll with an entourage. Maybe he. Wait, what does it say? What does it say? Now, this is mostly because 90% of them don't even want to be there. Oh, it's a party. Yeah. With a bunch of guys? They're always fun. They're always fun. A party of of guys, they want, they're going to egg their friends on. If it's a bachelor party, they're going to try and get the bachelor up. I found that the bachelor parties, usually the bachelor is the one that that is the most bored. The rest of them have a great Yeah, because the bachelor doesn't want to be there because... He's getting married. He doesn't want to get in trouble, but you know his best man, that guy. That guy's pushing everything. 
<laughs> Number eight, we are immune to flattery. Bullshit. bullshit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we did not plan that. No, it is bullshit. I, I love when somebody compliments on my hair, my makeup. Uh, don't be fake about it. But if you tell me that I look good and that I, I, look, I look happy, I want to hear that. And on my end, it's one thing when a woman says you look good and she wants some. Well, it's another thing when a gay man says, mm, girl, working it. <laughs> yep. I know yeah. I'm working it. Yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, flattery. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants to hear flattery. Everybody wants the door. Uh, unless you're super, super one way, you're going to want. I-, I love it when when people treat me with mutual respect. And that's how I feel about it. Sometimes, number nine, we walk out with less money than we came in with. That's true for me. I don't think that's true for you. Mm, Okay, let me think about that. No, um, I've had nights where I had to buy certain gear before Mm -hmm. I got to work because I was short and whatever and and getting there. my base pay would cover basically me getting there, but I would have a shitty night. Yeah. So I'm not going to say less money than I came in with, but. I've left with $12 from the club before. Oh, for real? For real. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. That makes you reevaluate everything. Yeah, totally. Everything. Um, if it wasn't for the free drinks. Oh, yeah. Then I'd be a little pissed off about <laughs> yeah. that. Number 10, we buy the cheap perfume because we go through a bottle of week. Correction, I do not buy cheap perfume. I buy what I like, I wear what I want, and I'm not, I'm not covering myself head to toe in some yucky, cheap perfume. That sounds gross, because you can smell that girl. You can smell that customer who is head to toe in cologne. And as a stripper, you also got to remember that some of these people have significant others that will trip out, so you kind of don't overdo the glitter and the perfume. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's going to be glitter everywhere, but no. Oh, and Axe doesn't work either. No. I've tried it. It doesn't work, guys. Just go with cologne. Just find your your scent. Take your time. Trust me. Axe doesn't work. Yeah. Number 11. Even the best of us slip on the pole at some point. This is true. We get drunk. We get drunk. (laughs) We're here to have a fun time, not a long time. (laughs) God, dude. So, um, totally true. Number 12. The changing room is where the drama goes down and where all the real fun is. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, man. The stories I've heard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And sometimes. You know what? Somebody needs to do a TV show. We wanted to do a TV show. We wanted to do one at my club. And get everybody together. Just have the camera in the dressing room. Uh, no, no the, like story by story. The doorman story. You know, do like an HBO kind of, yeah. you know, the bartender, her story. The customer walking in, how he meets his favorite girl, you know. All of it. All hey, of by it. By the way, Netflix, if you like this idea, we are totally Talk to us. Talk, talk to us. Talk, talk to us. We got we got an in with the club. We, we'll make sure we get like our classic cookie you know we'll get we'll get the ornery little pixie well we'll get some we'll get some good stories for you we won't even have to make anything up it'll be great number 13 strippers work at that time of the month they just cut the tampon string this is true yeah you got you can't just like stop working because uh that time of the month but we don't cut it we tuck it and I've um, seen... And you would have to know that as a newbie stripper, because when I was in private party stream, um, that's one of the things, I, you know, one of the secrets I would tell new girls. Yeah. Just cut the stream. You, uh, you can either cut it or you can tuck it. If you tuck it, it's easier to get it out. Yep. That sounds girls, gross. Yeah. I've seen girls mess that up. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's not pleasant. It's not pleasant. And it, if you can't handle that, that's okay. That's okay with not working, but you're just going to miss out on that kind of money. Yeah, because we're going to kind of walk away from this yeah. thing. Yep. Number 14, it's really difficult to get out of a garter belt and stockings while making it look sexy. False. True. False. It's a little harder, but you just got to know how to unsnap it and unmove everything and you kind of roll it down like a more of a strip tease. You're not, 
you're not just like ripping it off. You're going to go slow and easy. Now, using the bathroom, you're going to have to rearrange your underwear before you... Basically, you're going to wear your stockings and your garter, and then you're going to wear your panties over the stockings yeah, and garter. Good tip. See, a lot of people didn't know that. Why don't you say that again? You wear your stockings and your garter, and then you wear your panties over the top. Gotcha. That way, your panties are not trapped, so if you have to use the bathroom, it, you can just pull down the panties, and you're not messing up any of the garter stocking combo. See, we didn't have to worry about that because we had your boy jeans, you mm-hmm. know, which used Velcro, and we had um, uh, shirts. If we were wearing, say, an A shirt or a Marshall shirt, mm-hmm. we would do a pre-cut right there at the collar so we can just rip it off. So every shirt that we took off there, we knew we were going to be destroying. So, um, and those really those are beautiful that. stocking garter. That. That is fancy stuff that I would never. You wouldn't put that on stage. I wouldn't put that on stage. That would get tore up. I'm like, no, absolutely not. Number 15, a stripper's bag is full of secrets. Not too many people. uh, Girls don't carry. They carry a small clutch or a small bag. They're not carrying their everything. No. They're carrying exactly what they need to get out there on the stage. They got their phone. They got their money. They got their wallet, probably cigarettes, a lighter, and then that's it. That there's not like Mary Poppins where she's pulling out, you know, an umbrella. It's and, and that's interesting because once again, I didn't. We didn't roll like that. We no. Had a dance bag that we brought with us. Yeah. And we had our extra costumes yep. in it. Um, no, this is talking about just yeah, out on the stage. Bag and out. Okay, we don't have. We don't have that. But like, like when you're. When you go to a club, yeah, you're going to have your, like, outfits and everything. Right. But when you're out on the stage, nah. No, you're not bringing, yeah, there. no. I do know of girls that put out little containers with them put their, their cash in. Uh, Male strippers tuck their, their money in their purse. Okay. Um, girls use a, a garter belt or they'll take, a, they'll take a hair tie and then put it, the money through the garter belt and then hair tie it off. Crown Royal bags are real Ooh, easy. Easy Ooh, fix, yeah. I usually just carry a little clutch that I find that I don't mind. Here's an interesting one. Never drink wine in the strip club. We actually have really nice wine at Do our you? strip club. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, tested and tasted by the girls, and we will. We have one manager who he does all of the ordering, and he listens to the girls, cause, cause we get. We get some clientele that they want red wine. They right. want champagne. They want something nice. Right. Well, unless it's uh, New Year's and then it's just the cheap stuff. <laughs> but I guess it depends on the, uh, the club that you're in as well. You know, like in the higher belt clubs might have um, the more expensive wines. Oh, like, yeah. Um, uh, the show club that's off of Evans, they might have more refined wines because they're cigar bar. Yeah. Um, I would say never buy the vodka in some of the lower end clubs. Because usually the vodka is kind of shit. Oh, we use good vodka in really? our club. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're using all nothing but good stuff. Because we like to drink. <laughs> we might have to go down there and get drunk. All right, number seventeen. You will have bruises and shades of purple you never knew existed, thanks to all the thanks to all that sexy floor work. Oh, true. Burns. True. True. I. Uh, I had bruises on my knees, on my elbows, everywhere, anywhere you could think, on my butt. It, it's terrible. But there's a tip. If you, if you're prone to bruising, you can take a low dose iron, and it'll help with the bruising. Oh, good. Yeah, iron, iron helps. So newbie tip, ladies, iron. Take a bath in Epsom salt. Make sure. That if you're working a double, you're taking the next day off, and you're doing self-care. And you being gentlemen strippers, um, knee pads incorporated into your costume because uh, shade burns suck. Do you ever use, like, baby powder or anything to keep everything dry down there? No, no, no? I, I haven't. No. Okay, because I could just imagine, like, the sweat. Well, I'm slathered in oil <laughs> from the moment I... Oh, okay. <laughs> Not I. That sounds like a slippery disaster if I was covered in oil. Uh, number 18. But more than physical strain, stripping is emotionally draining. It can be. It can, it can be. be. It totally can be. It's not an easy job. 
Number 19, it's important to know your rights. Yeah. I mean, okay. sure. Right. Like, uh, yeah, consent. Right. Yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, don't leave your drink on the table with some random dude and then drink it. Dumbass. Yeah. Don't leave your money out. Dumbass. Don't lose your phone. Dumbass. Don't meet anybody outside of the club without somebody else knowing where you're going. Dumbass. Well, those aren't really rights. Those are just common sense things. Your, your right here in Colorado is the right to work. Right. That's it. That's right. all you get. You, you have the right to work. You are, you're a independent contractor. That's it. That's all you get. Right. Right. If you get. And don't do dumb shit. And just don't do dumb yeah. shit. You know, the, like the manager says X, Y, and Z. He said it to the rest of the girls. Yep. Don't, don't buy that bullshit. Yep. Don't do dumb shit. Oh, it says, uh, wait, we have to stake a balance between pleasing the club owners and standing our ground. All right, look, if the club owner is telling you to go in the back room and leave this customer alone, just listen to him. Yeah, don't get don't get into another fight with another girl. Right. You know, just... If you just use your common sense. Yeah. But if he says something that makes sense, sometimes you have to do the things that you don't want to do because he's trying to keep you safe without having to explain right. it to you as well. But if he's saying get on your knees, yeah, that's, that, then that's different. Yeah, that's him yeah. taking advantage of you. Exactly. But shouldn't you already know that? Do, do, do we really have to say that? We don't have to say that. This is somebody who's never been a dancer. Yeah. Roll on. Number 20. But it's one of the biggest jobs around for uh, many reasons. One of the best one of the best jobs around for many reasons. Yeah, that's very true. We like it. We like this job. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to advocate it, but it's something for part-time right now. Yeah. Make quick money. Um, internet is forever. Like forever. forever. It sticks. All right. If you've got a couple of people seeing you, you know, memory's great. All right. Number 21. But the best part is getting home and rolling around in all that hard-earned money. I know a girl that did that. That's dirty money. Yeah, you want to hear this? Yeah, go for it. So I know a girl that did that. She um, she took her her savings of the money that she had made at a particular club for like six months or whatnot and kept it all in a bank. And then she pulled all of it all at one time. She and her husband rolled around completely naked in it. That sounds Just like paper cuts. Huh? That sounds like paper cut. It sounds like Scrooge McDuck type shit. Yeah. <laughs> she even showed me a picture. She's you now, and she had her bitty hair. She had her bits covered up with the money, but yeah, yeah, that's not. I wouldn't say that's the best part. I mean, probably taking off the thong and the heels at the end of the day is the best part. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, hey, it's a it's a means to an end, just like yeah. any other job, and it, it opens up a certain couple of avenues. Just don't be a dumbass about yeah. it. Yeah. There's certain things we agree with this article about BuzzFeed, and yeah, there's some that. some things we, you know, we kind of disagree. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not bad. It's, 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 it's not bad. Yeah. You know? um, join the conversation, folks. If you if you if you agree with anything that we said, let us know. In the, in Absolutely. The on Facebook. Um, we've got a couple. Of, we've got some ideas on what we're doing with special guests over the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. I have talked to one of my um, one of my friends that used to work with, with me as a private party entertainer. You know her. Um, her name mm -hmm. is Domino. Um, I love Domino. Backpacking across Europe, and oh, I've seen a number yes. of her model pictures. She's taken some incredible shit, and she's worked with some incredible people. And she's been in a lot of different situations, and she's just fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So she's agreed, or she, she's looking into it right now. She's talking, she's working, you know, so she's talking to her boss right now to see if she can get a weekend where she can come down here. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, so that'd be a lot of fun. Yep. And, and if we can market it just right, I'm hoping that we get a couple of old, and I wish I could Say the name of the company. Um, people knew Domino. People love Domino. People love Domino. She's a fantastic um, dancer. People knew that she yeah. was going to be on this on this podcast, but we'll see what happens. But yeah, we're working on that. Absolutely. And you're talking to. I am talking to several ladies that have been in the industry that have moved on. I'm also trying to get a manager to come on. Yep, we're doing. Yep. And 
And if anybody wants to come on the show that has good stripper stories, they've been a past dancer, they've been, you know, they've worked in the industry, even if it's not dancing per se, let's say it's webcam or you have a fans only, we want to be in on that conversation. Yes, absolutely. Without the politics. Yeah. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We really appreciate the likes, the, the subscribes, the comments, everything. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube now. Please like. Share. To add algorithms. Um, share. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, and, and definitely subscribe. We can use the feedback. We can use the clicks. We're getting bigger every day. We love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great day. Woo!